With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you put off your goals of losing weight? Well, Calitrin is here to help. It's proven for weight loss and more. Just listen to what everybody's saying about it. I've been taking Calitrin. I take it um, both for weight loss and for the health benefits. I have lost 50 pounds and I take it every night to help me sleep and I feel I'm better rested in the morning after I've taken it. Hi, I'm Virgil Snow. I've lost 100 pounds with Calitrin. This is Vivian Hess. I've been on the Calitrin. I started it for weight loss at first. I went from 138 pounds to 108. I've also keep using it because it's the only thing that works for me and it helps me sleep and feel better with my acid reflux. I really enjoy the product and I'll never stop taking it. See, real people getting real results. And you can too. Check out Calitrin's biggest sale of the year right now at TopLoss.com or call 833-TOPLOSS. It's the unlimited buy three, get three free sale. Again, that's TopLoss.com or 833-TOPLOSS. Dr. Ken Kronhaus is here from his uh, clinic down in Florida. Lake Cardiology is where he hangs his hat every day, all day, probably 12, 14 hours a day. You can find him there at 8 in the morning or you can find him there at midnight helping patients from all around Florida, all around the country, as a matter of fact, all around the world. Uh, people go to visit with Ken to get his expertise. They love listening to him on the radio because he has a great manner about him. That's why I love him as my friend and as my doctor, somebody I trust. If you're interested in having some sort of telemedical connection, you can call his office, talk to one of the ladies there, 352-735-1400. I think I'm safe. I don't think you have any men on your staff. Do you? I don't remember ever seeing a man on your staff. We have in the past, uh, not other than me, not currently. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, we have some time here today. We obviously are going to spend some time focused on the latest from the COVID uh, the world of the COVID vaccines and all that sort of stuff. Uh, also, we're going to spend some time talking about my experience last week. Uh, for those of you who listen to the DJV program that I do every morning, you know that I had a TIA last Thursday afternoon and was in the hospital on Friday morning. I've told the story, not in detail, but because I give Ken carte blanche as my doctor to forget about HIPAA, uh, which uh, precludes doctors from talking to anybody about uh, what it's like the lawyer, what is it, privilege? You, uh, lawyer, you can't talk to lawyer anybody. Lawyer, client, privilege. Client, privilege, yeah, exactly. So this is patient-client privilege. Exactly. But I think people can Good learn analogy. a lot 
from my experience, and I'm happy to talk about it on the air because I want to be helpful to people who may be going through this. A lot of people apparently are going through what I went through last week. So we'll talk about that. But first, uh, let's uh, pay attention to the latest COVID stuff and what is going on. Why did AstraZeneca stop their trials as they were on the way to making a vaccine? Well, they did this for you, Doug, to reassure you, Doug. Remember last week, you made a little bit of a cynical comment Who, thinking that these, <laughs> that these drug companies would rush a vaccine through just to make a political statement. And I told you that that's disinformation mm-hmm. and actions speak louder than words. And lo and behold, this week, AstraZeneca actually halted their phase three trial after only one week because one of the participants got sick. And in some of the uh, literature that you're reading, they're already assigning it to the vaccine. But this is not uncommon in a vaccine trial. We should not immediately say it's a failure because there are in this trial 30,000 total people potentially to be enrolled. 15,000 will get the vaccine. 15,000 will get the placebo. And during a phase three trial, there are people who are bound to get sick. And you don't know whether it's related to the vaccine that we're testing or it's related to something else. But a reliable trial will will immediately stop and analyze what's going on. And that's what happened with AstraZeneca. And it just proves that they're not rushing to the finish line to make a political statement, that they know they've got to get it right, they've got to get safe. And also on this same area of safety, nine pharmaceutical companies got together, which is really unheard of, to answer your comment, (laughs) Doug, and Mm -hmm. others making it, and they have agreed to work together on safety and that no one will present a vaccine unless they're sure that it's safe. But so, there still is a big push. They still must be feeling the pressure, well, there governmental are people dying. and otherwise. The, the, yeah. the pressure is that every day we announce more people dying yeah. and we are concerned. And then, but there are those who say, and I think give we me a said second, it here. Give me a second. And there's right. also the pressure, you, you know, like to go to Mars, to go to the moon, to be the first. to Because right. to, obviously the, the first company, the first scientist that, that, you know, everybody wants to be Salk, the first person who came up with the polio vaccine, who's a vaccine, vaccinologist. So this is just human nature to, to want to get to, to the gold medal first. So, to, and to attribute it, you know, I, I don't even want, this is not a political show. I don't want to get into it, but just let me reassure you and look at the actions of these companies this week when they all get together to announce that nobody will announce a vaccine has is available until everybody's confident yeah. about the safety. Okay. So be that's reassured. Swell. Be reassured that nobody's that, 
Nobody I'm, wants to put their whole yeah, company at stake. Uh, we're being to unrealistic rush to the here. End. We're being unrealistic because the Russians and the Chinese are all over the place with potential vaccines. Well, apparently. that is another issue. And so that they stuff comes to part America. Of this nine group. I know, but so people will because they won't. Unfortunately, people sometimes are not too smart, and they panic and they listen to the damn news media and they get the wrong information and they think you know. First of all, any vaccine that comes out, according to you and other experts, are the vaccine may not work for everybody because the vaccine doesn't get it's in in development now. Well, so the no COVID is going to mutate. 100% effective. No, never. So, but here are the Russians, they don't give a damn about the re- health regulators. They don't what do they care? Uh, and you know, P- Putin wouldn't even take the vaccine himself. Well, he had his daughter take it. That's another and issue. Who's recommending that you get a non-American? Who's un- going to know that you're not getting from some unscrupulous doctor who grabs whatever he can grab from the damn Chinese government or the Russian government and uh, makes a play with it? Who's going to know? Who's going to know if there's an unscrupulous talk show host who's making it up as he or she goes along? I mean. There are, bad, there are bad apples in every bucket. So yeah. buyer beware, please. That's anyone right. listening, find, find out, out where it comes if from. you right. get a vaccine, exactly. make sure you know where it originates American from. vaccines only, please. No Chinese, no well, Russian, a- none of that stuff. AstraZeneca, which is an English company and is doing some of the testing in America, that's the one that I would also consider, but I don't yeah. know where we are yet. And Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Moderna, these are the three companies in the lead that one would consider. Moderna is in even, my hometown. They may, they have an office here. We're not yet there to even know which one would no. be the best choice. Yeah. All right, but that's the update on where uh, it is. Time for us now to get an update on how to lose weight the safe way. Uh, the fellow who was the football player who died this week... 20 years old, 21 years old, star senior. He was the son of a football player. Kid weighed 362 pounds. He was six foot three. What do you think is going to happen to somebody who is, and also who's black kid, and they're more susceptible uh, to the virus than white people of the same ilk, unfortunately? Uh, so here we come with this kid getting it in school, and he dies. And so what it is is a warning, uh, a shout out, a cry uh, for people to be conscious of what they weigh. And if you're not tipping the scales in some reasonable fashion, then what you should do is go to TopLoss.com, get yourself right away onto the Calitrin Diet Program to lose weight the safe way, the effective way, the efficient way, stimulant-free, drug-free. Go to TopLoss.com. That pretty much says it all. I can't tell you everything. The website's chock full of the science as to how this works and uh, who's taking it, success stories all over the place. This is an ideal place for you to go. If you don't want to go on a crazy crash diet, you don't want an operation, you don't want to spend three hours a day in the gym, then go to toploss.com and check out Calitrin. Use the discount code DJV when you're checking out. You don't have to pay for shipping. And you'll be able to buy three at the regular price. That's a three-month supply. Get three months free. I recommend you stay on the program for six months because you train your body to lose the weight and keep it off. Uh, Take my advice and the advice of many other people that you can read about at toploss.com. This is the best choice, the number one choice 
for healthy weight loss. Go to toploss.com. Make sure you use the discount code DJV on checkout. Moving back into our focus here on Good Day Health, Doug Steffen with Dr. Ken Kronhaus. Another situational answer to a question about pain relievers and whether or not this has been something floating around for a while, pretty much since COVID started, because there are a lot of aches and pains and fevers that come with it. So you've been told to take them, don't take them. What should people take to relieve the pain that's safe? Well, you asked me this past week whether you could take one of these for some pain, as mm-hmm. you recall. I did. And that's correct. these non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, they're easy to get over the counter. The Aleves, the Motrins of the world, there's a long list of them. And there's an article out this week in PLOS Medicine reassuring if you take one of these NSAID Pain relievers, they do not increase your risk for getting severe COVID-19. And that's the type of COVID-19 that is deadly and you definitely don't want to get. No, that's for sure. Uh, uh, My question was about taking this stuff with regard to the TIA that I'd had that we're going to talk about in a little bit. But I think there are a lot of people who are on various medications that may be playing with fire uh, taking these various things, because there's so many different choices. I asked you about a leave, but there are how many? You want to think about it. It used to be just aspirin. Now it's ibuprofen. It's uh, whatever the other stuff is that's made out of uh, different uh, uh, non-steroidal. What is, what is NSAID mean, non-steroidal? Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. There's the ibuprofens, which is Advil, Motrin. Uh, there's naproxen, which is a leave. There's diclofenac. Uh, which is Voltaren. Do they all do the same thing, basically? They they do the same thing, except for aspirin is also among the group. Aspirin has the extra effect of being a blood thinner in addition to the anti-inflammatory uh, and also pain relief that the all the others include. And the, and the others are from mild to severe ineffectiveness. So... There is an official recommendation now, Ken, from the Canadian government as to what to do when you're making whoopee. Well, this recommendation and also similarly published this week in the Annals of Internal Medicine and additionally confirmed by the Mayo Clinic. So there are a lot of substantial organizations right now commenting on how to have sex during the pandemic with COVID-19 around, and they all basically agree. And uh, I'm not making this up, and we can talk about it, but Canada's chief public health officer has recommended you wear a face mask during sexual encounter with someone outside your quarantine group. Also, in a paper published in the Annals of Internal Medicine, Harvard researchers said people should wear masks and avoid kissing if they get together with somebody they're not quarantining with. And again, as I said before, the Mayo Clinic came in and agreed with these recommendations. So basically what they're saying is that if you're going to have sexual relationships with somebody that you haven't been inside with for at least 14 days, they're recommending both of you wear masks and not involved in any face-to-face activity. Well, no face-to-face activity. 
Right, but they're not excluding anything else as long as you're wearing a mask. Bodily fluids. Well, are bodily fluids, though? That's an interesting question. They are Are not. The virus does not appear to be in semen. And but again, you have to use your imagination because they are recommending both of you wear a mask and and not have face to face contact. But they're not excluding any other techniques. Huh. All right. Well, that's a. Uh, I, I I think Movie, that was a question a lot of people had. Film at eleven. Yeah, but I, uh, don't you think that that was a? Did you have people coming in to see you uh, during this? Uh, who you know, you're a cardiologist, but you're seeing tons of people who are affected uh, by this because if your heart and and circulatory system isn't working well, you're going to be a sitting duck for COVID. Uh, so, Severe COVID. Right. So, do people ask you, can they have sex uh, when they're, you know, I mean, even the question, if you have a heart problem, do you have sex? Well, those are several issues, but absolutely, uh, cardiologists have to be very comfortable talking to their patients about sex because this is something that needs to be discussed. And sometimes patients are eager and easily talk about it. Sometimes they want to talk about it, but feel uncomfortable bringing it up. But I, I like bringing it up in the appropriate setting because it does increase the work of the heart and you need to make sure the heart's able to do it. So it, it always comes up in a cardiology office, but it also, I've gotten questions about this issue, concerns uh, about from folks about how to have sexual relationships during the pandemic. It's definitely on people's minds. All right. So there you go. Figure that one out. Uh, that's, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, a lot of it's just common sense, I think, as much as anything else. It's important to think about your brain health as you get older. If you're experiencing a lack of sharpness or mild problems with recall, Prevagen can help. In a clinical trial, a subgroup of adults with mild age-related cognitive impairment taking only one Prevagen a day were shown to improve in measures related to memory. Keep your brain top of mind. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. Statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is a tale of two doctors, actually more than that, and a tale of a situation that apparently is all too common. Last Thursday, to give you the background, I was working uh, and I had gone to my office to do something quick because I had to register for some program. And I sat at the computer and I opened it up and I looked at a couple of sentences and I was reading along. And then I noticed that I couldn't really understand what I was reading. And I kept looking at the words and I kept looking at the sentence and I kept, I did it three or four times and I kind of understood what was there. It was a simple sentence. I mean, it wasn't like it was in hieroglyphics. It was English, normal sentence with instructions. Didn't get it. Then I called a woman who was at the site to get some clarification. And as I'm talking to her, I know in my mind what I want to say, but what's coming out of my mouth isn't what's in my mind. I was able to get through to communicate with her well enough so she knew what I was saying, but I was ending sentences and I wasn't slurring, but I was stopping or I was using different phrases that were in my head and and I just, uh, hello, ding, dong, ding. Um, I said to myself, "Uh uh-oh. And you know what? I didn't tell you this. I remember this, and I haven't even talked to you for a couple of days, but what came back to me as I was living through a lot of this stuff was I had one of these 35 years ago 
And um, it was something that I didn't take as seriously then as I did now, although I think I did have it checked out, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it didn't, uh, my doctor at the time, the family doctor whom I had had for, since I was a teenager, always was telling me that I was a very healthy kid, don't worry about it, these things happen, yada, yada, yada. And he was a heart, he was associated with a Framingham Heart Study, interestingly enough. So fast forward to last week, I go to the hospital, Ken says, I call Ken, Right to the hospital, get yourself checked out. So I figure I'll go down for a couple of hours, they'll do some tests, and we'll figure this out. Well, uh, a couple of hours turned into an overnight, and all kinds of stuff stuck into my body. Any of you have had tests for things like this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Every, pretty much every surface of your body's got something stuck in it, so they can monitor over the night. I had an MRI, I had an MRA, I had a CAT scan. Ken, you've seen the results of all of these. I had blood work done. I was seen by a virologist, a cardiologist, by uh, a, 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 you name it. Uh, I had, uh, actually, it was interesting because a lady came in uh, who works on the, the the brain and the organs and stuff and how everything connects, and she had a, a, a paper, and she said, read this. I want to see what you say, and, you know, I could read everything and understand everything, they did all kinds of, of tests, uh, pushing my body, you know, push this muscle, push that muscle, and nothing. So at the end of the day, I left not knowing anything because it was clear. Uh, so then why don't you take it well, from you, there? You see, uh, look, can I just twist things around? Because I've also seen some of your, your Facebook posts. And I, I just may I just a little bit disagree with your interpretation of what happened before yeah. they sent you home. You, you actually knew a lot that did not. Oh, I cause knew a lot. This. Oh yeah. Wait, right. wait a second. It, what the reason? And, and you left out a little tidbit because the first advice you got was not by by a retired soul was not to go to the to the hospital. If you you remember that part. Remember yes. when you call you you when you called me for like a second. Or I third had been opinion. to see my friend across the street as an emergency room doctor. Retired. Works at a hospital. No, he's not retired. He's uh, like he's still 30, active. Thirty nine years old. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, that makes it worse, does it? <laughs> I'm just he surprised told me, he told you that. Well, he sort of told me what he thought it was, but he didn't think it was anything to get all worked up about. No, which, it was, that's not that's not what I'm surprised. What he told you, he's, he, you told me something else. Do you recall what you told me, what he said? I, I, he told me a lot, and I told you a lot. I don't remember what you're specifically talking well, about. Well, he, he, he told you that, that essentially the bottom line was that, was that they're not going to do anything anyway, so why go? Is at least yeah. was what you told me. Yeah, no, that's about. He said there no. I think what he said was they're not going to find anything, so why bother going? But I may have translated they're not going to do anything. But right, that, right, yeah. And they, and that's they, when when I immediately told you, Doug, you got to get to the hospital. Yeah. And because because at the point you called me, you you, you don't know really what the next few days are going to hold. Uh, a TIA. Transient ischemic attack is a reversible stroke. It's it's actually a stroke that evolves, and then everything reverts back to normal, and there's no permanent deficit. And strokes are of two types. One is due to a clot formed, 
in the and it travels to the circulation of the brain and it totally obstructs flow so brain can't so the brain can't get blood flow and that's where you see the signs and symptoms of a stroke or you can have a bleeding or hemorrhagic stroke where the circulation ruptures and uh, you get bleeding into the into the brain and then you get the damage to the brain tissue and it's not clear when you're calling me whether you're having a clotting issue or a bleeding hemorrhagic issue and it's also not clear to me whether you're about to evolve a big stroke usually after a TIA it's not like the steam got out of the pot and now everything's okay usually what a TIA means it's a warning that the big ones are coming and if you don't take action the big one's going to be there so you really need to get checked out you don't know what the cause is whether there's an identifiable cause which can be reversed and you don't know whether you're about to have the big one so that's why I wanted you in the hospital and the good thing was that when they did the imaging of your brain there was not yet any evidence of any permanent damage there wasn't any evidence of bleeding and then we monitored your heart for a day or two to make sure there's no rhythm abnormality and then what we still don't know if there isn't any atrial fibrillation you have a, a hit family history of it there's definitely a genetic component to atrial fibrillation so that's why i wanted after discharge you to be on a monitor but very importantly they put you on extra blood thinner they put you on plavix in addition to your aspirin and then after a couple of weeks we're going to stop the aspirin and just keep you on the plavix and also we put you on statin to uh, stabilize plaque so we're attending to all the potential causes of a future stroke to dramatically lower your risk right now of having a stroke which was about to probably happen in a big way had we not gotten in the middle of this Hmm. All right. Well, see, there you go. And there are lots of people who agree with you, lots of people who disagree with you. And so I have to know who to trust in this uh, circumstance. But I know that you and and uh, disagree Chang, about what my, part of what I just said, uh, whether I need to have uh, aspirin and the blood thinner. That's just for a short um, period of time, as the neurologist in the hospital told you, just to make that transfer. No, yeah. and, and the, we we don't think that you need them long term. We just said a couple of weeks, as the as the neurologist Can, told you in the hospital, which I thought was great advice when you asked me my thought about it. Yeah. Can I give blood? There are some people who think that if I'd have been uh, diligent in giving blood re regularly, none of this would have happened. What do you think? I, of that? I don't. I don't know why. How's that? Who told you that? Not a doctor. Um, a doctor, but not the same kind of doctor. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a naturopath. It was somebody who's got an M, uh, an e, a PhD in. Uh, something that's related I, that, that's but. hypothetical i mean that's mm -hmm. if you have a you know if you have excess red blood cells uh, maybe a hypercoagulable but th that that is not one the way stat we, that she said she said people who give blood don't have as much propensity to get have these problems as do people who do have who do not give blood that was what i thought was interesting if you have excess red blood cells polycythemia that might be true. You don't have polycythemia. Yeah. Should I? Can I still give blood well, um, on all I, the meds and stuff? Is that? I, that I would just wait. I would just let things settle down a little bit, and mm -hmm. and 
you know, it's nice that you want to do that, but give this give this a little time to see where it's all going before you put yourself under a, a, a stress that's not absolutely needed right now. All right, Dr. Ken, Dr. Doug here. And that's personal the, advice. I know it is. All this stuff is personal because of our relationship, much of anything else. You take care of your body. We know that. Are you taking care of your brain? This conversation we're having right now is about my brain and how I'm going to take better care of it. One of the things that I do do every day is to take a capsule known as Prevagen. Prevagen is a health supplement that is good for your brain, good for your life. Your short-term memory is great. I mean, this has all been proven in research. Brain health supplement Prevagen is what I want to spend. Well, I want you to spend some time. Go to the health food store, find Prevagen, take it, find yourself with a healthier brain and a better life. Product again called Prevagen. Back to Dr. Ken Kronhaus, Doug Steffen here with a reworking. By the way, Dr. Ken and his expertise, I'll probably be involved in telemedicine with him as we go through trying to finish or ferret out all that needs to be done here uh, with the post, the, the the post mortem, I don't like to use that. Can I term. just comment a little bit more about your course? Because you yeah. like to tell everybody. So, yeah, yeah. So what we've done is we've we've in in a rational way given Doug some since there was no bleeding into his brain, we've added some blood thinner, um, the Plavix to help lower the risk of him having a, any clots form and be, and travel to his brain. To, to have another stroke and we added the statin to stabilize the plaque in his circulation so there's no plaque rupture which is another way you can get a, uh, a clot uh, to form and uh, and plug things up and and we're going to get his LDL into the into the mid 50s get it really low those that's the new European guideline and do whatever we can to lower it. The other issue is whether he's having rhythm abnormalities, atrial fibrillation, the most common in the heart, uh, makes the blood clot. It's then propelled to the brain. So we have him on hopefully a 30-day monitor. It may be two 14-day monitors, but we want to monitor his his heart for 30 days and make sure he's not uh, having any rhythm issues, that he's not even feeling. Sometimes you can have atrial fibrillation. Uh, you know the first beat of it, and some people never even know they go into it and that can significantly cause a stroke if you're going in and out or staying in atrial fibrillation and then the other issue if we don't find the cause the last thing we're going to do is what's called the transesophageal echo um, look from inside with the ultrasound like having an upper endoscopy swallow the probe and make sure there's no clots in his hearts uh, or any other structural abnormalities in his aorta uh, or in in the walls of his heart in the chambers and this will give us a thorough look to see what caused this TIA so we can prevent the big one. All of us want to continue to listen to Doug for many years so we're making <laughs> yes, a big you. effort in this. All right, so as the, we would with anybody else. The final thing that I learned here uh, from the emergency room doctor was how important my heritage was. My father had fibrillation starting in his 50s, died of a stroke at 91, had two or three before he died. He was on blood thinners and all kinds of stuff, but that was in the 60s. This uh, science has gained tremendously. Statins weren't even around then. Uh, so I'm 
uh, comfortable this will be have a different outcome than it did with my father. But your genetics, you need to know what your genetics are and follow that because that's where your body is going to go. I'm convinced of that. Time for us to take a more than a passing glance at questions that people have about what's going on. Certainly a lot of the questions have been about COVID. And uh, then there are other things, uh, the day-to-day stuff. Um, the problem with dementia, Alzheimer's, the things that we risk suffering the longer we live here on planet Earth, if somebody drinks, i.e. alcohol, to the point of passing out, what does that do for the risk? And why, I guess maybe <laughs> I'd ask this person, why the hell would you do that to yourself? But, you know, that's another question. So what happens if you drink a lot of alcohol and you have the propensity for Alzheimer's or dementia? Well, if you drink more than four servings of alcohol in a two-hour period, that can easily lead to you passing out. And it's been studied, published in JAMA Network actually this week, that you have a significantly up to 30% increase risk of getting dementia in the next 10 years. So too many unfortunate people under the age of 65 who are getting early cognitive issues, can't remember, can't think, you have to look at their alcohol uh, history. Guys, if you take more than two drinks a day, women more than one drink a day, you're not doing it for your health. You're definitely having effects on your brain. If you go to four or more, extreme effects on your brain. And uh, if you're passing out, you got to stop the behavior. You know, one of the things we're talking about on Good Day Health was knowing how important how important it was to know what your history is, i.e. your genetics from your mother and your father. I knew pretty much what my father's genetics were, and so it plays into what I'm going through with the TIAs and stuff. But I don't know much about my mother, except that now, just hearing this from you, and th- my mother was an alcoholic, had mental problems the last four, five, six years of her life, and I wonder if she wasn't suffering from dementia or some form because of her extreme alcoholism. Absolutely. And knowing your personality, and I I mean this very politely, I mean, I bet she masked it. (laughs) She did. Oh, yeah. And she had what we call mask dementia. So it was probably worse than you ever imagined. And and being much younger, we we actually, you know, we idolize our parents, even with their faults, and we overlook them. So it was probably a lot worse than little Doug ever thought. Yeah. Yeah, right. All right. Let's see. Blood pressure medicines. One of the things, thankfully, back to talking a little bit about my uh, situation and what we've learned from it, uh, the uh, the good thing is I don't have high blood pressure. My blood pressure is, was monitored run 10, 112, 114, or 115 over 68, 70, 72. Uh, so I'm thankful for that. But if you do have that in addition to the things that we've been talking about on the air in various circumstances, Ken, what does that, how does that complicate uh, things? Statins, blood thinners, blood pressure medicines, good God. Well, the news out of the uh, European Society of Cardiology, which was the first week of September, this is really good news because there's been concern that all the different or some of the different family members of blood pressure medications, especially the so-called ARBs, uh, the ARBs, Lasartan is an example, may cause cancer. But this was a thorough, long-term 
large study looking at all the different classes of blood pressure medications you can think of, and none of them showed an increased risk of cancer. So I think we can put this issue to rest. And if you take blood pressure medication, don't be concerned that they're going to cause cancer. The problem is that often people are taking them as you get older, you're at increased risk for various cancers, and it's true, true, unrelated is what this study showed in a big way. Dr. Ken, do you expect uh, now having gone through Labor Day, there are a lot of people who are out celebrating, traveling. Uh, do you expect the uh, a surge from the COVID as a result of these gatherings and many other gatherings? When you look back to the 4th of July, you know, that's kind of what happened, right? Exactly. Memorial Day, July 4th, we're in synchronicity. I'm thinking about this. I'm watching the data. And so far, we haven't seen a bump, but I want to see it. And it'll tell us a lot about where the virus is. But day to day, I'm watching it. Um, The case studies lag a little bit in time. But ask me this question next week, because I think we'll have a better handle on this question. But I am watching this on a day to day basis. So far, there's no evidence that there has been, but I don't think we've had enough time yet to know for sure uh-huh all right so there it is questions for dr ken you can send them along to me uh, at doug stefan is fine doug at doug stefan.com dr ken kronhaus is here from lake cardiology check him out at 352-735-1400 this program was edited by bob k sound and recording visit bob since we've been spending more time at home my pillow has changed their production to provide masks for hospitals but they still want to help you get the best sleep of your life and maybe you've noticed it's time to upgrade your sheets and pillows right now buy one get one free pricing on supima my pillows giza dream sheets my pillow towels roll and go anywhere pillows duvet covers and giza pillowcases plus bolster pillows neck pillows and more just go to the radio listener specials page at mypillow.com and use promo code djv when you check out if you order mike's book your entire my pillow order will ship for free plus he'll give you a 25 dollar gift card for your next purchase don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on pillows, sheets, duvets, and more from MyPillow. Use promo code DJV when checking out at MyPillow.com. That's promo code DJV. Refresh your linen closet with MyPillow, MyPillow.com, promo code DJV.